talking about covert narcissism is something that a lot of people haven't talked about. There's not a lot of content out there because a lot of times people are asking me, what about covert narcissism? What about covert narcissism? Like, what's that actually look like? Well, I want to be able to talk to you some about that. Okay, if you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this platform, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, to provide awareness about narcissism, awareness, growth, healing, and change. And that's what I'm doing on the platform on a day-to-day basis, interacting with different people, dropping little nuggets of truth, talking to people on one-on-ones, on Zoom calls, all across the globe, trying to help people understand what's going on with it. Okay, if you're curious about, well, how are you a narcissist? What made you understand, you know, that you're a narcissist, all that kind of stuff, check out my video under Raw Motivations on YouTube. Check out the video here um, called Self-Aware Narcissist. That gives you at least a little bit of an idea of some of my story and some of my journey of who I am today and what's transpired to bring me here. Okay? I want to be able to dive in and be able to talk to you. We're going through the book. We're talking through this book, Don't You Know Who I Am? Okay, it's by Dr. Imani, one of the leading one of the leading faces of narcissistic um, research and information. She is absolutely a big, fantastic platform that's talking about it, and just want to be able to share some of my perspective of it as well. So, if you didn't get a chance to check out the video earlier today, um, it dropped earlier this morning. Go back and check that out, okay? Because we talk a little bit about some of the aspects of narcissism, and we're going to dive in a little bit more too about the idea of covert. So, we talked earlier today how the narcissist, you know, obviously they have lack of empathy, projection, entitlement, but then the covert side of hypersensitivity, arrogance, paranoia, passive aggression, sense of justice justice, resentment, and insecurity. So if you haven't got a chance, go watch that video first, come back and watch part two. They're going to kind of flow together. Anyways, off we go. All right. So covert narcissists can be hypersensitive to criticism and cannot let go of anything that resembles a critique. As such, they will ask for reassurance in the face of criticism. And any criticism or lack of recognition fortifies their belief that the world does not quite understand their special qualities. This form of narcissism is not captured in our traditional ways of measuring the trait of narcissism, so these people often get missed. That's the hard thing about covert narcissists is a lot of times it gets missed because they're not the person out there just taking selfies. They're not the person out there that everybody's like, oh my gosh, they look like a jerk and a complete asshole. Like, no, like they hide a lot more. The hypersensitivity when it comes to like your critique and something like that, one thing that I find is really interesting is how they look for reassurance in the face of criticism you know well yeah but do you still care about me like do you still love me like are we still okay like there's all these like different phrases that you're like why are you asking about that you know sometimes I'll find myself asking that and it's like ridiculous like it's ridiculous sometimes in my mind like my wife and I might get into a small argument about something small and in my head I'm like okay but does she still love me like are we still okay like is this still like there's there's random stuff that like pops in that's like looking for reassurance, that's looking for, okay, this is still happening or this is still going on, okay? That's that hypersensitivity to criticism. Um, they generally appear, a lot of times covert narcissists can appear introverted, unhappy, glum, hangdog, and sullen. But, when you, but just when you think they are vulnerable or depressed, they will launch into an overly intellectualized debate about something and try to beat you at it. It says here, everyone has one covert narcissistic relative who holds the table hostage with a conversation in which he or she needs to be the expert and humiliate or at least get one over on anyone who may share that expertise. 
Covert narcissists often feel inferior to others because, like anyone who is narcissistic, they regulate their self-esteem from the outside, and they do not perceive or actually receive sufficient validation, and are immensely dissatisfied with their lives. I think that that's one amazing way to be able to say that. Narcissists regulate their self-esteem from the outside. It's so true, just across the board. But you have the covert narcissists that are hiding a little bit more. They seem more introverted. They seem more laid back. They seem more, you know, they're not out there. They're not projecting like this giant like image to everybody. But it's more like the victim side. It's more the vulnerable side. It's more like people just don't understand me. That's why a lot of it goes underneath the surface. And people are with narcissists and they're like, ah, I'm not with a narcissist. You might actually be if they're portraying some of these traits. Um, let's see here. People in relationships with covert narcissists may think the latter are depressed and can be or have low self-esteem. They do and will often pity them or want to help them. A lot of the people watching this video right now is probably what brought you here. It is either pity for that person or wanting to help them if you've been dealing with a covert narcissist. Thus, they are frequently surprised when their attempts to be gentle or offer warmth or kindness to the covert narcissist are met with anger, rejection, insults, or coldness. Paradoxically, if you were to try to end the relationship out of exasperation at his or her antagonism, coldness, or distance, it would not be unusual for the covert narcissist to cry or behave in some other similar vulnerable manner. Close relationships can be very difficult with covert narcissists and they manifest more of as an anxious, avoidant attachment style in close relationships. All of this can make covert narcissism a very confusing space. Covert narcissists can also present as social, socially unskilled, unlike the classically overt narcissist who is typically quite charming, engaging, and confident, which again may lead others to either avoid them because they, mean they seem socially awkward or ignore the fact the lack of empathy in lieu of their apparent vulnerability. They also tend to maintain the mentality of a victim and perceive harm, threats, insults, and persecution on a regular basis. As noted above, the patterns of the malignant narcissist often borders on the pattern of psychopathy. Interesting because the relative lack of social skills, the more reactive temper, and the brooding resentment, covert narcissism, especially in its most virulent forms, can resemble sociopath okay so it gives you kind of like a little idea into it a little bit more I want to talk about two things that go alongside with covert narcissism that isn't always put out there okay first one is contempt and the second one is entitlement okay so I want to talk about it real quick okay an important factor that rears its heads in all forms of narcissism but particularly covert narcissism is contempt uh, Roberta Schreibner, a research fellow at the Arizona State University and her colleagues explored the concept of disproportional contempt and found that much like covert narcissism, it's a bit paradoxical. They define dispositional contempt as the tendency to look down on, distance, and derogatate others who violate our standards. Basically, it's a tendency in a person to be judgmental in sort of a sneering way. I know a lot of you are going to recognize and a lot of you are going to start to see that when you talk about the smirk or the smear or the sneer that a narcissist has. That looking down, that treating you like you're less than, that devaluing you and destroying your worth, not by yelling, not by raging, but those small comments 
that play in your head even to this day after you've been with a narcissist of calling you stupid, of saying that you're an idiot, of saying that you lack the intelligence, of saying that you don't have the IQ of them, of all these different things that are slowly beating you down piece by piece. They found out that dispositional contempt was associated with coldness, a sense of superiority, disagreeableness, and racism, but also self-depreciation, emotional fragility, low self-esteem, insecure attachment, and feeling a bit put upon by the world, which they believe places unrealistic perfectionistic expectations on them. In this way, the covert narcissist often looks like the brooding, angry person who constantly bears a grudge is socially isolated, holds venomous and cold opinions about other groups, particularly already marginalized groups, and is quite mediocre in their outcome. They are likely overrepresented in certain sectors characterized by high levels of contempt, such as internet trolls. Yeah, they said that, internet trolls. So it might be interesting. Never knew who's going to comment on the video. So a lot of times, especially on YouTube right now, I'm getting like random like trolls from like... I don't know. It's normally like written in a different language and it's normally like trying to take you to like some crazy site. So like it's crazy. You get trolls everywhere. You know, on TikTok, we get trolls all the time. That's like, you know, find your healing here. Like I'd found this like special like potion or like love spell, like all this kind of stuff. But anyways, so a lot of times covert nurses will come across even as trolls, like the contempt. Okay. The contempt is what it's talking about. The dispositional contempt. Is that tendency to be able to look down. Like you have that with regular narcissism, but you see it even more, even more prevalent of like, how is the narcissist showing you contempt on a day-to-day basis? And how's that coming across? Whether that's the cold, uh, whether that's um, looking down, the distance, like or the spirit, superiority, dis- disagreeableness, like all these different types of things. Like when you think of contempt, when you add that to your relationship, to your marriage, to a partnership, whatever, like what does that look like? Okay. The second one I want to talk to you about real quick is entitlement, okay? And it says here, entitlement is very much present in covert narcissism. There's an ongoing disaffection with the world at large, which these types feel does not recognize their specialness or grant them with the honor and attention they deserve. There's also a prevailing sense among covert narcissists that they did not get the life they deserve, and they tend to blame others for that circumstance. If only it have a different partner, a different spouse, a different education, different friends, a trust fund, less people from other countries competing with me for the job, and so on, I would have been amazing success. There's always an excuse. There's always another reason. There's always another thing going on. While it does not tend to be the grandiose, don't you know who I am, entitlement, though it can be, it quietly flows under the surface and is masked by an unhappy, sullen exterior. They remain arrogant, perhaps not coolly arrogant, but arrogant nonetheless, and often feel the annoying and angry know-it-all on the bar stool next to you. Okay? The entitlement there of like, if I just had stuff different. You know, the idea, a lot of times we talk about it with the vulnerable aspect or the covert aspect along the lines of like, it's not my fault. Like, if this had been different, if I would have been able to figure out this, if this had been had different attributes, aspects in my life, I would be different. It's not my fault. 